The following is a special edition of Rick Flynn Presents. Sister Martha High, it's been too long, child, way too long. How in the world are you doing? I'm doing fine, Mr. Rick Flynn. It's so good to hear your voice. And I mean, I'm just, I'm flying high. I feel good. I'm, I feel great inside. I'm happy. And it's so wonderful to, to talk with you and a very, very Merry Christmas to you. Absolutely. To you and your sister, Martha, have a Merry, Merry Christmas. You know I mean that from my heart. You say it's good to hear my voice. Girl, you've heard it on tour now on all those times I've introduced you as your announcer don't you get sick of me no i don't because every time i when i was on tour and every time your voice would uh, introduce me i mean people would go oh wow you know the where'd that voice come from so no i'm not i I absolutely not tired of your voice i love your voice and i just hope that i can continue to to hear your voice every time i i do my show every time (laughs) oh oh that That is absolutely splendid. I love you, girlfriend. You know I do. Love you, too. I love you, too. I want to let the people know, Sister Martha High, that you have a Mm -hmm. brand new album. It's in the making. It's not totally completed yet, but it's called Martha High Invites You to the Magic of Christmas. Is that right? Oh, that's so right. And I'm so happy to, to invite everyone to this joyous time of the year. And we got a lot to say. Isn't that the truth? Well, if you're going to invite everyone to the magic of Christmas, Sister Martha High, where are you going to take us? I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to take you higher. Oh, yeah. Take you higher. I'm going to take you higher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Our studio audience is going crazy. Martha, hi. (laughs) Roger, do it, Roger. You're listening to Rick Flynn. With a shout out from London Town, it's Rick Flynn Presents. Now, ladies and gentlemen, your MC for the affair, Rick Flynn. Ladies and gentlemen, this sweet child of God I've got on the line is not only one of the greatest soul entertainers anywhere. You all know, if you've ever listened to my show before, you know that she sang with the godfather of soul, the legendary James Brown for 32 long but very good years. 32 years making you, Sister Martha High, the only person on earth right now, the only human being that can say you were employed by James consistently for 32 years. That is your record. Is that not right? That is exactly right. And I'm telling you, uh, just like you said, uh, 32 good years, you know, uh, and it was wonderful. And there were times, you know, ups and downs, but you know what? The, The good outweigh 
the bad. So There's I, good and bad in every relationship, is there that, not? That, that's right. That's right. So, you know, like I said, you chalk it up and say, well, you know, it was it was a, a wonderful experience. The journey was just amazing. I learned a lot from it and I, I don't have no, no regrets at all. None Absolutely. At all. I want to say Merry Christmas to each and every person out there. Sister Martha High, you've already said Merry Christmas to everyone because in just a short while when they release your newest album, Martha High invites you to the magic of Christmas. What you're going to have on that new album, you're going to have a collage, if you will, of some very, very popular songs. They're cover tunes that everybody has heard before. For example, you're going to do the Jingle Bell Rock. We all know that, don't we? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I, and it's it's so, it's such a an amazing song and it's such a classic song. You know, you're going to hear Jingle Bell Rock every year, every Christmas, because it's just that type of song. It's jolly. It's it's uh, it's full of love and, and, and joy and jingles of fun, you know? So yes, you're going to hear that uh, from my album. And it's what's one of my favorite songs for Christmas. I remember it many years, uh, uh, from many years ago. And so I am grateful and thankful that I was able to do this song to share it with everyone. Exactly. I remember as a, as a kid, believe it or not, growing up as a young, young boy, I didn't even have a driver's license yet, but I would hear that. You would hear that and you would just know that Christmas time has arrived. That's right. That's right. Because, you know, I, I don't know about now. I, I can say that in the in the past years, many years ago, when I was a teenager and younger, I remember uh, it was snow a lot in on Christmas. But now it's not so much that, uh, especially in the South, you know, it's kind of warm down here uh, sometimes for Christmas. But I remember the when I was living in Washington, D.C. in Virginia, and there was snow during the Christmas holidays, the Jingle Bell Rock was just a perfect song. It puts you in the mood and it makes you want to get out there and get into the, the snow and everything. So it, it's a wonderful song. I will not forget it. And that's why I wanted to, to do my version of Jingle Bell Rock. Right. Exactly. It's a classic yeah. song. It's upbeat. It's happy. <laughs> There's not a drop of sadness in there, is there? No, not ever. And who, if anyone sings that song with a sad feeling to it, something's wrong. With yeah. Them. Right. We got gotta a, have them check. Got a, yeah, they got a hole in their soul. That's what happens. <laughs> right. Oh, because Lord. That's a that's a great song and it's a cheerful and, and loving song, you know, with full of joy. I'll tell yes. you what, Sister Martha, I, I don't mean to speak bad on Christmas about anybody, but we've all met those people with a hole in their soul, haven't we? <laughs> haven't we? Yes, through the years. Oh, yes. And yeah, now listen, listen, just between you and me, I don't know if you know this or not, but some <laughs> of them are in show business. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want to argue with me on that? No, I'm not. I'm not going to argue because you know, you know exactly right. what you're talking about, and I agree with you. But you know what we do. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna have to tell you what I do. I just pray for them. You know, <laughs> right? Isn't that pray the truth? Them. Some yes, of them are on stage, Sister Martha, and some of them's in the office. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> You'll find them both places, won't you? Yes, sir, Rick. You're so. You're so right. You're 
so oh, bad. Oh, my, my. <laughs> Martha High invites you to the magic of Christmas, her upcoming album. Martha, why did you decide to come out with a Christmas album? And you know what? And, and I think you already know this is true. I do my most important show of the year. It's the annual Christmas party. And I said to your producer, I said, I'd like to get Martha on for this. Do you think she'd be interested? Well, let me ask her. Let's see. And you know what? At the time I invited you on, Martha... You know this, I believe already. I had no idea that that you were working on a Christmas album. And he said, oh, by the way, Rick, we've got this album. And that was the first <laughs> I heard about it. What are you doing working on these records and not telling me about a Martha? You you know uh, you know what it it was um it was something that I've been wanting to do for a long time and actually um, my my manager Mr Tony Match um, had him and I had spoke about this about three or four years ago saying that we wanted to do an album and we had planned to do a, this Christmas album before the pandemic but of course when that happened I don't know it just drained everything you know it just took away everything your your feelings and everything up until i guess maybe somewhere during that time you know i said i'm not going to let this stop me i'm not going to let this pandemic just take over my life and tell me what to do and everything or how to do or how to feel no i cannot accept that and we started talking about it again and we kept planning and kept planning and when michael mr michael edell which is my producer such a wonderful, wonderful person. When him and I got together, well, of course, we've had one album out before this, and that's uh, Got My Senses Back, and you know about that. But we uh, just started talking about uh, Christmas, and, you know, I uh, Christmas, is it, it means so much to me. It's, it's such a joyful time of the year, but then there are times through the year I look at every day to be Christmas, you know, because it's just uh, the love of God and, and, and the love of having my family and friends around and, and working with certain people and musicians and everything that just just brings so much love and, and feelings into my life. I wanted to share my Christmas, my Christmas feelings, the way that I feel about people and Christmas. I, I it's Christmas is love, you know, and Christmas is a time to to care about each other and share and understand that this is a time that we celebrate Jesus Christ too. You know, but however you celebrate Christmas, it should be a time of joy and love and care for each other and your family and friends. So I am just full with joy that I I had uh, someone to work with me, such as Michael E. Dale, my producer, and the the pushing of my my manager saying, "Let's do this," and you know, and he did not let me forget it, and I didn't want to forget it, and this we just got together and and it happened. And it's here. And I'm so, so very proud of it. So thankful and so happy about it. <laughs> From your manager, Mr. Tony Match, you received inspiration. He inspired yes, you. Yes, he did. He did. He is a uh, he's he's always um, um, interested. I mean, you know, he 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 pushes me. Yes, he inspires me to 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 keep on moving on. Keep on. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with age 
stage or anything like that. We love, we love music. We love performing. We love to uh, to to share our music and and uh, create the music that we feel that people want to hear and hopefully that they enjoy it and they can dance and sing along with us and just everything you know. So this is this is our way of sharing uh, what our, our gifts that we have. He's yeah. an inspiration to me, and I'm I'm the singer that, <laughs> that put it put it out there. Listen to this. We did a show, not you and I. I did a show called A Suitcase and a Dream, and that mm. was about a young gal out of India that came here with a suitcase mm-hmm. and a dream, yeah. no other okay. personal belongings, coming mm-hmm. over to this country because her relative had secured a job here, which made it legal that she was allowed to come in and visit. And if she could secure a job, she could get a visa and come over here and reside, which by the way, she did. And in that show that I did, which we called A Suitcase and a Dream, even though she's from India, even though she is not a quote Christian end quote they have a Mm -hmm. different form of religion throughout most of India as you know Uh She came over here and she told me, she said, Rick, Christmas time, something happens. I look around and I see all these lights and they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. She says, do you know what I did? I said, I don't know what you did. No. She said, I took my money from my job. I went to the store and I bought lights and we put the lights up on our home. (laughs) She said, um, I love Christmas time. We have, yeah. she went and bought a tree and they put the tree indoors. They lit the tree up. They have decorations inside the home. They have decorations outside the home. She yeah. has what you have just said, the love mm-hmm. in her heart for a holiday that she knows is about yeah. good. And I said, do you think people change at Christmas time? And she said, Oh, I can feel it. Certainly they do. There's more love in the air. Now, will you go along with that? I absolutely do. Because, you know, I look at when I see the uh, lights on on people's homes and the Christmas trees that are are put up in the squares and everything, and the lights are blinking and beautiful colors and everything. I'm just so full of joy because I feel like those are eyes of the world. People, the lights are just glowing and blinking and shining and and I just feel so much joy and and light you know I said these are people's eyes all over the world from all over the world everywhere anywhere you see these lights you see uh, people's eyes flashing and blinking and 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 sometimes you know you look at the children when they receive their gifts and everything and their eyes are full of light and and glowing and and happiness and everything yes Christmas changed changes people i i i believe that i wholly wholeheartedly agree and it changes them for the better in my opinion yes 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 now at least that time of the year i think people show more love than any other time really i do Oh, I totally agree with you. Now, 32 years with the godfather of soul, the hardest working man in show business. That's a long time. Now, in those 32 years, my dear, did you, Martha High, have occasion 
to be with the Godfather and celebrate the holiday with James Brown. Yes, I sure did. I I most certainly did. And I can remember a couple of times. uh, This uh, one time was when I first joined them in 1966. You were That's singing at that time mm-hmm. with an all-girl group called the, the Jewels. That's right. You had just and come on board. How many Jewels were there? Three or four? It was no. It was three of us at that time because before we joined Mr. Brown, it was the four Jewels. And, right. I um, knew there were four in there at one time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, she left before we joined Mr. Brown, so we end up, of course, being the Jewels. So during that time, Mr. Brown gave a big party, a big party for in New York City. I can't remember the name of the club, but the club was in Harlem. And it was it was a very, very popular club at that time. And he had us to dress formal in formal wear. All of the uh, the singers and the dancers, uh, we had gowns and and and, and stoles, uh, mink stoles. And that's back and, when uh, mink was in fashion. Yes, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. right. absolutely. And the guys were just in tuxedos, you know, uh, uh, long tail uh, tuxedos, and it was just amazing. I had never uh, been to, uh, you know, been involved in anything like that, or even uh, been to an affair that I would have to wear a gown at that time, you know, I an was, evening uh, gown, a full length yes, evening gown, a full length evening gown, and and, and uh, I had a mink stole. I I, I bought. My mother's mink stole. Oh, my. <laughs> And then he had the Christmas party at a nightclub. Was that nightclub yes, closed to the public or was it open to the people? It was close. It was closed to the public. He had um, we he had a band there for us and and uh, catering and everything. It was amazing. I had like I said, I had never been to anything like that before, and I could not believe that he did this for us. But it wasn't. Now this was 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 different than times that he would have a gathering for us after a show somewhere. He might have hors d'oeuvres or or something, you know, something after the show just to have a good time. But this was very special. And we had a wonderful time. I will never forget that time because nothing has happened like that since, you know. But now I've also, through the years, also we had, uh, Mr. Brown had us all, it was overseas, we were there for the holidays and we had a big dinner. He set up a big dinner for us at a restaurant. And this was in, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't France. It was, it seems like it was in Switzerland or either Germany. I'm not, I think it was Germany. It was Germany. And he had a, a dinner set up for us uh, to celebrate Christmas. Of course, we didn't have the same type of meal that we're used to in the States for Christmas. Because, you know, we as Americans, we might have a a ham and a turkey and, you know, like Southern dishes like collard greens and macaroni and cheese and just all of that good stuff, (laughs) you know, that you you get like a Southern dinner and everything and gravy, turkey gravy and just all of that good stuff that you usually get from a Southern That Augusta GA soul food. Yes, Augusta GA soul food. That's right. And uh, but it was it was really 
wonderful. The thought, it was the thought that mattered. You know, he wanted us to celebrate Christmas because we're all, we're all away from home. So that was, I thought that was wonderful. And he's done that many times. He's done that many times. I remember having a large dinner. I think it was doing, it wasn't the Christmas holidays, but it was, I think, doing Thanksgiving where Mr. Brown took us all out and had a big dinner at Caesar's Palace, you know. Oh, in Las, Las Vegas. Yes, in Las Vegas. Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. That's, um, oh my, that's one of the premier clubs where the gal sang. And I, when I was there, she had just left Celine Dion. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she oh headlined goodness. there. For, that was her home gig. And then yeah. she gave it up. She gave it up. And do you know, sister, who they brought in with to replace her with a show called, and I quote, The Red Piano. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Really? I remember <laughs> when Rock was young, me and uh-huh. Susie had so much fun. Uh- <laughs> Elton John. Elton John, of course. <laughs> Boy, I, yeah, they oh, they have they have some some starting out entertainers they're trying to get an audience for, so they put them yeah. there and yeah, right. Oh, like they need the money. I don't think they're there because they need the money. I, in my opinion, Sister Martha, they're there because they love to entertain. Exactly, exactly. That's what it was. I'm sure you know, and I I'm so disappointed that I didn't get a chance to see Celine. Dion. Dion. Yes, I'm because I am a big fan of hers. I mean, she is just totally amazing. She's over the word amazing. Yeah, she she's perfect. And then Elton John. Oh my goodness! Right, but the red know, piano. I, that red yes. piano was this piano that they made specially for him, and they mm-hmm. told the value of the piano. And I, oh. Sister Martha, I can't remember what in the world they said it. It was worth, but it was some ridiculous amount of money that that because it had all the the fancy electronics and everything that Elton wanted in there. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. I, in other words, you could buy a nice house to live in for what he I'm had sure. on that red piano. You understand? Yes. Well, you know, I, Mr. Brown didn't go that far, but, you know, he had um, a Hammond organ. That oh, yeah. You know, Paul Schaefer, I heard, bought that oh, off yeah. of him. Yes, he did. I heard that too. Yes. And that yeah, was he Mr. did. Brown's, that, was, that was his baby, you know. Yeah, he, a he, Hammond B3 yeah. organ. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, let me move on. <laughs> You did the Jingle Bell Rock, which we've already talked about. That's from your upcoming album. And the album is entitled Martha High invites you to the magic of Christmas. But then you did yes. another standard called Santa Baby. And isn't that the one where you're singing jazz? Yes. yes oh, and- man, you're melting my heart with that. You're like, you're, you remind me of Ella Fitzgerald, child. Wow, come on. That's oh, you that jazz oh is medicine for the soul with you singing it. 
Wow, what a compliment. Thank you for no, that. No, it's true. Thank it's, you. And you had you had everything together on that. I cannot wait for the people to hear that when it's all done. My exact feelings. I am so uh, happy again. I, I have to use the word happy because right now I'm grinning from ear to ear, as they say. <laughs> How <laughs> did the jazz I- get in there? Whose idea was it to insert the jazz on a Christmas album? You know, my producer, Michael Edel, he is an amazing producer. I mean, he he came up with the, the, the music and uh, the way that he uh, uh, did this song, it just gave it our version of the, how I wanted to sing it and how we wanted the, uh, the people to, uh, to, to receive it, you know, and we, ha- I, he had that feeling of that jazzy thing. And, and that's where we, we took it there. We took it there. And, and I love, I love the way he produced every song, every song that I've ever done with him, especially on this album. Well, I can have you to know he loves you equally as well. Oh, he loves Um, Sister Martha High. Oh, he's a great person. He's a a godly person. He's an angel that was uh, uh, put on this earth to to for us to meet to, and and work together. So right, I'm isn't so, he out of I'm Oakland, so California? Uh, he's in uh, yes. Well, no, he's in San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. I'm thinking yes. a Tower of Power out of Oakland. <laughs> yes, yes. But he he's does have. He likes that horn band type of soul, doesn't he? That's that yeah. West Coast Tower of Power, Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. Tower of Power. There's some fabulous horn bands out there. You know that. Yes, and you know he he is a musician that worked with Joe Tex in, in the past. You know, right? And, uh, oh, Joe Tex. I ain't gonna yeah. bump no more with no yes. big fat woman. <laughs> No, and you sir. Know he had a heck of a band. Yes, he had a oh, he had he a did. band that was awesome as well, and that's where. Uh, and he's worked with many other people too. But I'm telling you, he is a genius. I I have to give him that credit. He's an amazing person, a wonderful person to work with, and and I'm just uh, it, he just makes everything just easy, easy, uh, and I love it. Now, I are you it. old enough, Sister Martha, in your career? To remember a dance called the bump. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a few nights ago at the disco, well, I guess it was Joe Tex went in and he yes. started doing the bump with a fat woman. And boy, she no cleaned the she she cleaned the floor up with him. I'm sure she did because she said, I ain't going to bump no more with no big fat woman. Right. And wasn't it Joe Tex who says, uh, well, Joe, you take the girl with the skinny leg. I ain't want no girl with no skinny legs. Who are you talking about? Yeah, Leroy, Leroy, you want the girl with the skinny legs? I don't want girl with no skinny legs. No, no. <laughs> oh, well, Sister Martha Hyde, don't yeah, get me yeah. started on my man Joe Tex. Last time you're on here, you got me started on Don Cornelius, and look what happened. Yes, absolutely. And with that voice of yours, you just um, you bring me on the stage. You have brought me on the stage in many places, and mm. I and I loved it, and the people did too. And that was in Switzerland and in France, and um, and also uh, Austria. 
Austria. Yes. 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 Austria. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, yes, I'm yes, doing did. my best, yes, Sister Martha. I got a voice. I'm trying to do what everybody has been preaching. We all got to do to keep the funk alive. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. Because I mean, some of know, the best acts out there musically were acts like Confunction, the Bar K's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm just rattling them off. I liked, um, I like so many of them. I mean, it's just, I go back and I know you do with, uh, e- even the white bands like Chase. Remember, mm-hmm. evil woman, don't play no games with me. That was a horn mm-hmm. band. And mm-hmm. they had all kinds of funk and it was white. It was black. Some called it blue eyed soul. Some so call it. Whatever they called it, I don't care. It was a style of music that got you up on your feet. Now, is this right? Mm, and you're and you're exactly right. I mean, thinking about the um, uh, the little rascals singing the song "Grooving." Oh I yes, mean, yes, they got young me. rascals. Amazing, the young rascals. I'm yes. sorry. You want to uh, see the leader of that group, dear? His name was Felix Cavallari. You go to Rick uh-huh. Flynn Presents on Facebook. Scroll down, and there's Rick okay. and Felix right there wow. backstage. Uh, you'll see both of us together. I love the young rascals. Oh, oh, I did too. I mean, they were amazing. Then life they would be ecstasy. You and me endlessly <laughs> grooving yes, on a grooving. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Not All to right, now. We yes. don't want to confuse that girl with it's ecstasy when you lay down next to me. Isn't that right, <laughs> Glodine? <laughs> you know, you know who that yeah, is. So, you know who that so is, child. Absolutely. You know, I know who you're talking about. He's huh? the maestro of the Love yes, Unlimited yes, Orchestra. Yes. He sang yes. it's ecstasy when you lay down yes. next to me. Oh, yes, that voice. Who can ever forget? that voice. Oh, the girls loved that darn Barry White. Did they not? Yes, they did. I I did too. I loved him too. I will not ever forget him. I mean, his songs come on the the, um, radio. I have to stop what I'm doing and here I am in the floor grooving and moving and just having, oh my goodness. He was just, uh, I think the women used to throw their panties up on the stage. (laughs) Uh, Well, now singer Tom Jones, remember Tom Jones? It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. They threw up more than panties. Let me just say, the top half was thrown up. Of oh the garments. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They throw other things at him. You know, that must yeah. be a rough. It's a hard way to make a living. But I don't think any of those bras as they came up ever hurt him, Sister Martha. I don't think so. No, absolutely not. And you know what? I mean, this is this is really fun, uh, Rick, to speak with you about these songs, because the, these songs, we're talking about songs that were in the 70s and, and the 80s and everything. Look, that's a long time ago that's decades ago you know but they're still they they still have that thing that captures you and 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 make you want to dance and 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 think about all the times that you had in those years you know back there in those at, at those times you know that's such a great feeling that's you know, I, the music, I, 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 I can say that music is forever, but, you know, like, will this music of today, will it last 
for decades. You know, mm, negative, things. negative. Oh boy. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. it will not. Yeah. No, huh? yeah. it's it's going to not happen that some of this that they're releasing will ever go down as quote classic un, unquote. Yeah, classic. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No, no. Now, it is what they call, oh, they went through a, um, everything goes through a little phase where it, it gets its 15 minutes of fame. You know what I mean? Yes. It mm-hmm. may receive 15 minutes, but it's not going to receive the uh, the term classic tune. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. There's not enough quality there, sister. You know that. Well, um, this is what I'm enjoying about working with Mr. Michael E. Dale, my producer. Uh, We are able to capture some of that feeling of the past, you know, and and I'm going to always cling on to it because that's where I'm from. That's the era that I'm from. And and I cannot turn it loose because it's 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 everything. It's it's it created. uh, It was created then and it has and it has last for decades and it's still happening. The people that understand and know the music from the past know that this is 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 where the music comes from. If they don't do their homework, they can never capture that, I don't think. You know right. I think um, James Brown's songs are gonna last, sister. Definitely. I think oh my goodness. I think for Gladys ever. Knight's songs are gonna last. Forever, forever. I think Barry White and the Isley Brothers twist and shout and all the rest of them. You know you make me want to shout. That was the first record shout, part one and part two, that the Isley Brothers did when they left Cincinnati and they went to Teaneck, New Jersey. Now, that's something I don't know. I I know that you know. uh, How do I know it? I'll tell you how I know it. It's because Marvin Isley, Marvin. Marvin Isley, he sat across from me on a microphone in the studio and on my show in Cincinnati. He told me that. All right. All right. There you go. There it is. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) And one night, I'll never forget this child, Catfish Collins. May he rest in peace. Phelps Collins. He calls Mm -hmm. me up. He said, hey, you want to meet the Dells? And I used to hear the Dells singing, stay in my corner. You remember? that my goodness yes and well they're coming oh, over come on over and and i i go over and we're all sitting around and we're waiting for the dells to come in and catfish is he's got the dj set up see and everybody's dancing and we're ready we're gonna have a party and damn <laughs> sister martha but the, the dells kind of got sidetracked by whatever oh, it was yeah. i don't know i wasn't oh, there usually women have something to do with that but I don't know what the case is I'm not saying that's true I'm saying in other occurrences I find out later when the female of the sexes had something to do with it I'm not saying that's what happened this time but what I'm going to tell you child is that the damn Dells they never showed Oh, wow. And as we used to say in the past, what a drag. (laughs) Yes, kind of a drag. Yeah, that was by a group called the Buckinghams. Kind of a drag. And people always thought that the Buckinghams were were British. 
And mm-hmm. so they showed up once for a gig, and uh-huh. the stage was set. Oh, it had the British flag. It had all this, uh, the the Tower of Big Ben, and, and all of these things you'd see in London. And, and mm-hmm. it was all set British. And, hey, we're glad to have the Buckinghams with us. Tell us, uh, do you like the set, boys? And they, I swear to you, Martha, you should have seen. I wasn't there, but I was told by Linda Yost, whose husband was Dennis Yost from the Classics Four. Uh-huh. The Buckinghams uh-huh. are from that part of England. Oh, I know you've heard of it, sister. It's that part of England that's called Chicago. Oh, wow. Buckinghams wow. were not a British band. They were named. Oh, my God. They named themselves that because of the British invasion. All these groups uh-huh. coming over out of England. Uh-huh. They were as American okay. as anyone one else wow oh my goodness that <laughs> yes what a difference <laughs> oh i'm telling you child there's only, no business like show business is there no business like show business that's what mr brown and i used to sing on us on 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 his show uh in in between the interludes uh, of, the, of the show him and i would get together and he'd come over to my mic and we go there's no business like show business like no business i know and the band was uh, had this part that that i mean he had them rocking i mean he had them uh, playing funk behind no business like show business <laughs> oh but I'll tell you uh, that that man he had the funk and the soul in his heart you got to admit oh yes all day every day all the time that's yes, he did that's true oh my I can't I it's don't sister Martha we can do the whole hour on just that if we had to yes we could we absolutely could but I told yes, everybody I want to get your album out here so they know when do you yes. have any idea when that album is going to be done or don't you know or you just say I to your do. producer just say look I don't want to rush you but what when do you think it's coming out it's coming out December the 1st and oh well that's, that's not we too have, far yes that's no, about that's a month from now off. yes we're absolutely. taping this we're taping this show early because we've got to get it all edited and ready for the holiday but that's good you'll absolutely. have it out on the first of December on the first of December exactly all right yes and again I'm telling you that I I would like for everyone to just you know check the album out get the album because it will give you joy. It will give happiness. And I know that everyone like myself love to play good music when uh, doing the Christmas holidays. And that's where it's at. The magic of Christmas. All right. We talked about Jingle Bell Rock. (laughs) We talked about Santa Baby with your jazz rendition. Now you did the Christmas song. Now is that Christmas song that chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Absolutely. That's the Christmas song. Now you do, yes, you're doing it. Is that jazz or or what are you doing with that? Well, I, it, yes, it's a little taste of jazz. It, it, it has a taste of uh, jazz or a, a sort of a yeah jazzy mood, uh, a bluesy jazzy mood. You know, soft. Uh, yeah, 
just soft music that you would love to to dance with your wife or your you know your your love and and just a kiss under the mistletoe and put you in that mood there you go and then yeah. here's one everybody's going to remember and those that may not remember i'd advise them to go look this up because this is about as funky of a christmas song that you're going to find in the james brown tradition because yeah. JB put this out and it's called Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Now, there, yes. I know where you got that, but why did you decide to put that on? Was that Michael and you getting together it to was. decide it or did you have that in mind first by yourself or how did you get James Brown's funk on this Christmas album? Well, let me tell you this, son. <laughs> I'm a big fan of James Brown as my mentor, and I love the song. (laughs) And here, let me ask you a question real quick. Yes. Uh Uh, James, did you fire me? Am I fired? If you, if you, where, where were you, Miss? I, I couldn't find you. You missed the show. Where were you? Mr. Brown, I'll tell you, I was, I, I didn't know that, that we had a show today. And so I just, I, I went out to play bingo. I just wanted to do something uh, different. Uh, usually, you know, I'm on the road. I don't do much of anything, but I just wanted to go to a bingo. Miss High, where were you? You didn't make the show. Where were you, Miss High? Honestly, Mr. Brown, I was, I, I went to play bingo and I just didn't know that it was a show today. You got a $500 fine. Oh, a $500 fine? I believe Say that. something else, Ms. I. Say something else. You got $1,000 if you say anything else. Yeah. Now, is that a true story? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, let's not <laughs> yes, get into that. Bad memories. You know what? <laughs> Oh, we talked to Ronnie Laster, the master music la- blaster. Yeah, that's your guitarist. Yeah. He was with you yeah. all for 20 some years, 27. Yeah, he was there yes. a lot of years with you. Oh, he said those fines, they got <laughs> doled out now, Miss High. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, he went through a lot too. So. <laughs> But those fines were were just like you know they would come and that was the only that was the biggest fine and I and the only fine that I had ever received from Mr. Brown, and mm. uh, the good thing about it he well he did take the five hundred dollars out of my pay but then he gave it back to me two weeks later. Well, so, now that's you know. that was nice of him. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think uh, any of the other musicians can say the same same, same thing. No, no, Maybe. I agree. I, I agree know. with that. <laughs> oh, I totally agree with that. Oh, my. But, yes, you know, it was, it was my choice. Uh, I've always wanted to sing that song. I love that song because that song, it, it meant a lot to him uh, when he recorded that song. Of course, I wasn't in the studio with him, but uh, he really enjoyed uh, singing that song because he did care about uh the children he's always cared about uh, children and uh you know uh, making it and coming out of the ghetto to to be a better person and everything like that you know so he um that was a, a song that he really loved and i um i love it too so right look I, it up if you've forgotten yeah. it or if you're a young person that may have not heard it yet go look it up it's <laughs> called santa claus go straight to the ghetto and that was a james brown tune and martha high you're gonna put it on your album and hit me what else you want to say about that 
Well, you know, uh, Rick, I, I'm sure you know this, but you know Hank Ballard and uh, Pee Wee Ellis and Mr. Brown, they wrote that song together. Oh, no, you I'd know, forgotten that. Was, that. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hank Ballard, yeah. of course, used to record in Cincinnati at the old King <laughs> Records. Yes, Absolutely. I knew that, but I didn't know he had written that with JB. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a great song and it's a, a lasting song and, and it's a, um, a song that has has a lot of uh, feeling and um, caring in it, you know, because he, Mr. Brown, enjoyed uh, helping the kids, and and his daughter has uh, kept the legacy going, you know, because she uh, she does the turkey um, the turkey giveaways during Thanksgiving and Christmas for families, and um, you know, it's and I think that's a great thing. Right now, you're still in contact yes. with her. I bet you you speak with her all the time, don't you? I do. That she's my baby. All of them are. <laughs> Oh, now he yes, lost, I'm he kidding. lost the girl that would, uh, that danced, that did the dancing, uh, like what James did. She had his style of dance <laughs> duplicated to a T and I believe she mm-hmm. passed, didn't she? Yes. Yes. His daughter, um, Nisi, uh, yeah. she, yes, yes. She's no yeah. longer with us. Right. And she then was amazing. Yeah. she was an amazing girl. We had her in yes. Cincinnati at Bootsy's, uh-huh. uh, Bootsy's tribute to James. James, and she came Uh on stage, uh, and lo and behold, she (laughs) was doing that dancing just like James did. It was remarkable. Boy, did she have his moves down. She was the spitting image of him, too. Oh, yeah. uh, Yes, and I've known her, you know, I knew her since she was a little girl. And after her mother passed, um, Yvonne Fair, you know, she she even got to to the point of calling me mama, you know, so, yes, uh, they (laughs) <laughs> oh my they, they I call you sister and they call yeah. you mama you yeah, have family yeah, she, child you she, have family all did. over the world yeah she did but, but my other uh, nieces uh, Mr. Brown's daughters you know they call me auntie oh yes. my <laughs> my sweetheart girl yeah. you're loved all over the world <laughs> I'm t- and I've well, told I- the story before, but just in case they didn't hear it, you went into the gig where I was once up in Dayton at the University of Dayton's arena. You- and I mean, this is an arena, a major big arena where James had the orchestra set up. You were there singing. And you came in the front door just like the people did. And before you could get backstage, I looked down from my seat and the audience says, hey, Martha, over here. Oh, Martha. Hey, how you been, girl? What's that? And people are calling you out by name, and you're up in the crowd over here, up these steps, and then the minute you get done with that party, hey, Martha, over here. People, the people who's, who, who came to see JB and the orchestra, they know you, sister, by name. Yes, yes, that was, uh, that's always a, a wonderful feeling to, um, you know, uh, uh, see meet people and everything and they remember you you know it, it it makes me feel good and i have and i have met many many people around the world and i i still keep in touch with people that i met uh, in the past you know in in the 60s and the 70s i still keep in touch with a lot of people and i and i enjoy it and i'm i'm very happy that uh that we can we still share a friendship you know that that means a lot to me absolutely yeah. now 
child before we're done here today. How is my girlfriend that you introduced me to, Ms. Jubilee? You wrote a book oh, with her. Wonderful. She's wonderful, Miss Nubian Queen, Dr. <laughs> Jubilee, Dr. Yamaja Jubilee. She's wonderful. And yes, we did write a, a, a book together. Uh, I did illustrations of her poems, you know, to uh, to um, introduce her poem and what I what I thought and how I felt about the poems. And I did it in a painting. So it was six of them in the uh, in the book that I did. And uh, she's doing wonderful. She she has a uh, another book coming up very, very soon. And she, she's just doing wonderful. And we call ourselves two aging broads that know how to fly. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I'm going to stay away from that. No, I'm not going to turn this Christmas show dirty. No, oh, no, no, no. That means that we are continuing. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with the age, the, the age you are. You just keep on uh, moving forward. You know, God is good. And and uh, and we, we celebrate him with doing things that we love to do and continue in our lives. You know, so that's that's what it's all about. And we have other um, uh, friends and lady friends at, around our age that has joined us. And we're doing things together and, and putting things together. Yamaja uh, Jubilee is doing a lot of speaking, uh, 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 you know, sharing her poem in different parts of the country and everything. So that's what we mean. You know, we're going to continue to move on. We don't have to sit down because you get a certain age. You just keep on going. You know, this is a blessing. Right. I want to read something off to you, child. You tell (laughs) me if you know where I'm getting this from. It's the most wonderful time of the year. People gather around from far and near. All races are as one. Whether you're black, white, brown, or in between, makes no difference where you're from or been. Love created all. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it is. Uh, bu- bu- bum, bum, bum. Hold on. Whether you're Protestant, Catholic, Muslim, Jewish, Islam, Hindu, secular, love created all. Love created all. Sister Martha, where did I get that? You got that from the bodacious, fantastic, badass Dr. Yamaja Jubilee. And what is that? that? It's wonderful. It's the most wonderful time of the year that she wrote. And I had the honor, the most honor and pleasure and joyful time to sing her song that's and it's on my album the magic of christmas what a fantastic song she wrote that song and she asked me to if i would mind and would i listen to the song and i said yes i'll listen to it and when i listened to it and i said this is this is beautiful the words the words and it means so much now right now this time this day and age you know it's it's perfect and michael oh my gosh uh, you gotta listen to the song everyone has to hear this song listen <laughs> i don't know if you're it's aware of this or not i've been talking to your producer <laughs> i've got permission to play the tune because ms oh, jubilee wow. wrote it she's the author right yes she is yes she is all righty yes, what do you say we let the people hear it now it's just, this has got a reggae vibe to it you got to admit mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And and, and, uh, 
and I think that the, it's perfect for the song, you know, because it's a, uh, and this this reggae, I mean, it's the real feel, it's the real feel of reggae music. And I've always loved reggae music. I love the feeling. It gives you, it gives you an up feeling. It's an up song. You know, it, it takes you up. It takes you higher. Just like right. you said, it takes higher. That so, is yes. so true. What do you say we let the people hear it? Would Shall we do it? Shall we? Shall do this. Yes. All right. Who wrote the song again? Tell everybody. Dr. Yamaja Jubilee. And it's entitled, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. year. Here it is, everyone. Listen.
Okay, there you go. Now, yes, that was a little bit of reggae thrown in there. But you know what? You sing the jazz. You sing the funk. You sing the blues. You sing the rock and roll. Girl, is there anything the good Lord created that you haven't sung yet? Or do you just learn? Even though you've been in the business your whole life, are you still learning? You never really know everything, do you? You constantly learn. Constantly learning, and that's the beauty. Of, of, of life, you know, you continue to learn, there's always something to learn, and I love it because I, and I love all music, you know, I love all genres of music, so I enjoy this, this is what I do, this is what I do. Absolutely, and when you do it, sister, where are you going to take us? I'm going to take you higher, 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely <laughs> splendid. Oh, let me let me tell everybody something. I, I want to get serious here, if I could, for a moment. I was scheduled, thanks to you, and only mm-hmm. you, by the way, I was mm-hmm. scheduled to do something that you had advised me to do that I wanted to do. Because, mm-hmm. well, everybody who knows about James Brown knows that at the end of the concert, they do one of his biggest hits that he had. And it was mm-hmm. called, Please, Please, Please. And please, please don't go. I love yeah. you so. And <laughs> when he sings, Please, please, you were singing, Please, please don't go. I love you so. And he leaves, and a little man came out, and a little man put the cape around him. And James would get the second wind. And rather than go with his cape, he'd bust out of the cape and shout and go back to the mic and start singing. And the crowd would freak out. Is that right? Yes, you gave me chills when you said that. I'm telling you, it you gave me chills because that's exactly what happens. Um, it, it, it all, you know, and the 32 years that I was with Mr. Brown, I mean, each and every time that I would see him do that, it was like I'd never seen it before. And I would be just, uh, my eyes would just be popping out of my head. And it's like, wow, this this man is amazing. Oh, that's it's true. Amazing. That's and, and true. just like you said, he would get a second breath uh, and and he would go right back into it and and it was like he didn't want to stop right and of course you know that his his shows could last two and three hours oh no i knew that no in cincinnati once he came in and it was three hours yes yes absolutely absolutely incredible all of it was dynamite now in addition to the cape going around him, the little man who did that and placed that cape there was also the MC of the show. Yeah. He was the guy who said, ladies and gentlemen, James Brown. 
am I anywhere close to how he did it? I'm not him, but that guy, tell me about that guy and why he was significant in your life. And then I have to say thank you before we get out of here, because I think you know where I'm going, because something happened and you needed your announcer back because he also announced you, did he not? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Tell everybody who that man was. And we are talking about no other than the greatest MC ever in show business. I'm talking about no other than Mr. Mr. Danny Ray. Mr. Danny Ray, the the most awesomest MC that you could ever imagine. He was magic. He he was the one that got the crowd up on their feet just by the way that he would introduce the uh, the Godfather of Soul, he was just oh my God, he was just everything. And talking about myths, I can't even begin to tell you. And this man was with Mr. Brown. Mr. Ray was with Mr. Brown when I joined him in 1966. He had been with Mr. Brown for maybe two years before I joined him. And he taught me a lot. He 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 schooled me about the the road, and and um, I could talk to him when I when things got down and everything. He was everything to everyone on that show. Any musician or singer, dancer, anyone can tell you how much they loved him, how much they appreciate him, how much he uh, gave his. Uh, of himself to make you comfortable when he came out when we came out on the road with Mr. Brown and Mr. Brown loved him like a brother and, and when you was, were on the off season and you yes. were not touring with James the band was not out on the road you Martha High and your show would go out and who was your MC? Mr. Danny Ray. When I what um, when we wasn't on the road with Mr. Brown, um, myself and the JBs, we'd go out on the road, and Mr. Ray would go with us and introduce us on stage. What an honor to have Mr. Ray to introduce us uh, while when we wasn't with Mr. Brown. And you know, I mean, he not only um, did that for us, but he had been out on the road with uh, the jazz uh, musician, the great jazz musician, uh, Christian McBride. He traveled with him as well. And I mean, the honor was just um, more, you know, when when we would ask Mr. Ray, would he go out on the road with us? And he said, sure, I'll do that, you know. And um, wow, what an amazing uh, uh, thing it was to have him introduce us on the stage and open our show. And the reason I brought all this up is because mm -hmm. I received a telephone call and mm -hmm. Mr. Danny Ray had passed away. You were ready to go out on your world tour, on your national tour, and you had no announcer. And what did you tell me other than Danny Ray? You said there was someone else whose voice kind of captivated you and that if you could not have Danny Ray as your announcer, who was that party? That was no other than Mr. Rick Flynn. And you said, would I mind Understand? being your announcer? That's and right. I, oh, please, please. You talk about my two cents worth to keep 
the funk alive. You know darn good and well I'm going to be your announcer. I don't care where you're going and what country it is. If I am physically and mentally able, you know that I'm your announcer. Do you not? Yes, I do. And you know what? God bless you. And I thank you for that, um, Rick, because I tell you, when I hear your voice just talking with you um, uh, while we're doing this show now, uh, my heart is filled with joy and and. And I can just hear Mr. Ray in the other ear and saying, that's really good. That's good. Yes, you're you're right. He can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, there are seven acknowledged wonders of the world. You are about to witness the eighth. On stage is a young lady that had on the South Soul label a magnificent hit. Beautiful hit. Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Martha High. Oh! Oh, Martha! Oh, yes, child! Do it! It's gonna be a showdown on the dance floor! Everybody, Everybody get, up. get up! Get up! Oh, I'm telling you what, Sister Martha High, if oh. life was any better for you, you'd have to hire someone to enjoy it for you. <laughs> Oh, boy. And I'm telling you, this is the best. I'm telling you, I'm very happy. Thank you, Rick. I, I've enjoyed this. It, you know, it's it's just like getting together and sitting down and just going over things of the past that we we all enjoy during that time. It, it's, it's always wonderful talking with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, you are about to witness the eighth wonder of the world. That's you, Sister Martha High. Um, and before we get out of here, please tell everybody I've saved even the best till last. I don't know how much you're going to get into it, but I'd like you to announce on my show right now a very special thing that happened to you recently. I'm going to stay out of it. You do the talking and tell everybody. Then we're going to say goodnight. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, boy. If I can just stop grinning. uh, Don't cry. Try not to cry. (laughs) Try not to cry. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But during the summer, um, uh, starting uh, last um, March, I went to um, Europe and I did, um, I toured the entire summer, spring and summer months while I was over there. And um, such a wonderful thing happened to me. Um, I wasn't even expecting it. Um, but I, I got a call. I was in Switzerland and, um, and this gentleman that I've been knowing uh, for 30 years, we have been the best of friends. We have shared many stories and uh, times of our lives, and we have um, cried on each other's shoulders, you know, just being the best of friends through the years. I got this call from him, and um, and I was asked to get married. He asked me to marry me. <laughs> And his name is Ron Rolifusen. He is the executive manager of my artist page, uh, the Goddess of Soul, Martha High, the Goddess of Soul. And you know what? I've been loving this man for 30 years. As a best friend. I, I didn't. <laughs> yes, he's my best friend. He's my best friend. And he's my he's my heart. He is the most wonderful person I have ever met. He's a and cheerleader 
full-time for Martha High. Yes, yes, he is. And we are uh, we are, are getting married in April in Razvag in the Netherlands. And I am I am just uh, I, I'm I I'm just don't lost cry. Don't cry. I know, I know I'm trying. And every time I think about this gentleman. I, I just really get full. It makes you I'm happy gonna, to be. It makes me very, very happy. On earth. Yes. But yes. they loved you, Martha, all over the world. It's just, this <laughs> is a deeper, a deeper, deeper love. Yes, it is. It is. And it's, it's, it's the love that I've always prayed for. And God has answered my prayers. Boy, isn't that marvelous. Oh, marvelous. Yes. As we get mm-hmm. out of here, a Christmas message for maybe for some. Somebody that doesn't have the deeper love. Do you have something, a suggestion to them? Because before the tour, you had family all over the world that loved you, but the deeper love wasn't there. What do you tell somebody at Christmas, the season of love, and give them a word of of, uh, inspiration? The one that we are celebrating, this is the most important thing. This is what Christmas is about. The one that we're celebrating, and that's Christ, Jesus Christ. Believe in what you want and believe in what you 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 want in life and take it to him. Take it in prayer and believe me, it will come. It will happen. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas, and believe in what you really want. This is something that I always prayed about and it has come. It has happened and I'm so very, very happy and I give him the praise for what he always always promised to be there when we need him. All races, we are as one. Whether you're black, white, brown, or in between, makes no difference where you're from or being. Love created all. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you to my dear sister, my sweet soul sister, Sister Martha High. And I just, I don't know what to say other than, yes, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your your feelings with the world. It's an honor for me to have you. But you know what? It's even more of an honor to announce and to tell people all about you when you come out on the stage worldwide. Sister, I don't know. Bootsy always used to say, keep the funk alive. And if I do nothing else, my little bit to keep the funk alive is helping my sweet soul sister, among other things that I've done, like have Marvin Isley, may he rest in peace on my show, and Jerry Butler, and people such as this, and all kinds of spectacular funksters that I met in my travels. I don't know what to say, Martha, other than the fact I wish you and yours the best. I wish you nothing but the best happiness in your upcoming wedding and marriage. I just want to say thank you, child. You're the best, and tell everybody where where they can get the album. Is it going to be like the last one? It's going to be available yes, anywhere ex- that exactly. records are sold. Anywhere, anywhere. Online, you can just, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, every, every social media media there is, Bandcamp, and all of that is going to be there. And before I go to um, Rick, I just want you to know that I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to 
to be on your show and to and to to uh, communicate with you to, to to talk with you. I love you so much and a very 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 merry Christmas. A very happy new year to you and your family and a very merry Christmas and happy new year to everyone out there. I just I, I adore you. Thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to me when I get the chance to to have uh, to talk with you and to be with you and to share this time with you. I I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. And I have a ball every time, every time. And, and you'll you still hang out imagine. with me, sister. Do you love me the same, <laughs> even though the Dells never showed up to meet me? I love you more. I love you even more. <laughs> Well, I tell you, if that ever happened, I'm going to always, I'm going to always show up for you, Rick. Will you stay in my corner? I will stay in your corner. Oh, forever and forever and forever. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Rick Flynn speaking, everyone. It's been fun, but I've got to run. Have a very safe, a very happy holiday. On behalf of myself and one of the greatest songstresses in the world, the legendary 32-year singer with the God father of soul, James Brown. And here she is with us, Martha High. Merry Christmas. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you shortly with a brand new show. Enjoy the holiday. We'll see you next year. The preceding was a Rick Flynn production. This is your announcer, Chantal Marie speaking. I have a great time talking with you. It's wonderful. I ain't faking the funk. Yeah, no, you're not. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. You're not faking the funk. You know all about it. <laughs> <laughs>